Hey guys, welcome to Extra Interested. This is a bonus podcast series that accompanies our main show, which includes episodes about topics that we didn't have time to go into in the main episodes, or it could be extra interviews, just anything that we find interesting, but wouldn't fill a whole episode. Please enjoy. Quick trigger warning, this episode does include references to suicide, so if you think you'll find that upsetting, then this may not be the episode for you. Thanks for listening to Extra Interested. Uh, today I'm going to be talking about Clara Imawa. Still cannot find the pronunciation of that name, so I'm so sorry. Um, I did try, but also I pronounced Haber wrong, it's actually pronounced Harbour. So, you know, it's fine. <laughs> I'm an amateur. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you listened to our last episode about the hate, the harbour process and Virginia Woolf, then you'll know that um, Fritz Harbour was married to a really cool woman called Clara Imawa. I didn't want to go into her too much in that episode because it would have just made things confusing, but I just had to talk to, her, talk to you guys about it because... She's so cool. So she was a brilliant chemist um, and through extraordinary intellect and huge determination, she was the first woman in Germany to obtain a doctorate in chemistry. So that's pretty impressive. But her marriage to Fritz Haber was less good. So I'm just going to get into the story um, and I hope that you guys enjoy it. So she was a like Fritz, she was a German. She was born to a German Jewish family. Um, she had a pretty normal upbringing. She had some sisters and a brother. Um, her sisters just wanted to get married, but um, Clara said that she wanted to be like her brother, who went off to study, and she was really jealous of him. As a child, she was particularly interested in natural sciences, and this made me laugh. And it said that any reference to the, quote, prospective spheres of women's occupations, end quote, would quickly anger her, which I can definitely relate to. So she just, she grew up on a farm, pretty normal childhood. She was educated, which was obviously good. But then in 1890, um, her mother died and she and her father moved to Breslau. Um, the family farm went to one of her sisters and her sister's husband. In Breslau, she began studying to be a teacher. Um, the principal of this kind of teaching teaching school um, soon noticed that she was really smart and the, the teacher was called Mrs... Uh, I, I don't know if it's pronounced Nittle or Knittle? I think Nittle. Um, and she noticed her aptitude for chemistry and really encouraged her. She gave her like a extra chemistry textbook. Her father actually also studied chemistry at university and he was really, really thrilled that Clara shared his passion. Um, I suppose that he was probably quite lonely after his wife died, so it must have been nice to be able to really connect with someone again. Yeah, so he really encouraged her. He would um, He helped her with her studies and also later he supported her financially when she was doing research and stuff, which is really cool. I think it's so important when you're growing up to have a parent who really supports you. Um, obviously, people make do without, but 
I think that's really helpful having that having that person who's got your back. Um, so yeah, in eighteen ninety, she actually also met met Fritz Haber for the first time, um, and it was at a dancing lesson, and they fell in love. But um, after he proposed to her, she turned him down because basically she wanted to focus on her studies and also remain economically independent. Because of course. As soon as you get married, then all of your money goes to your husband at this time. Um, so she didn't want that. Um, after graduating, she worked as a governess. But basically, her teaching qualifications were would qualify her for teaching, but they weren't enough to allow her to get into university. So she obviously wanted to study at university. That was the end goal. So in 1895 women were allowed to attend lectures as guests as long as they got the permission of the lecturer and so as soon as this happened Clara became nagging the lecturers at um, at the local university and com- trying to convince them one by one to let her attend their lectures because if she she couldn't just say okay I'm gonna study chemistry I'll I'll go to all the chemistry lectures she had to find out who all of the individual chemistry teachers were, and then get permission from them individually. And obviously, at this time, that sexism was very was very um, high. So a lot of the tutors would not have given in straight away and be like, okay, yeah, that's fine. She would have really had to work on convincing them. Um, but eventually she did. So she studied physics and chemistry. And she also had to have extra lessons. But after a year, um, she was able to to take the examination, which is the equivalent of a secondary school diploma. And obviously she passed this because she's so smart. <laughs> and um, this allowed her to secure a place as a formal student of the university. So she wasn't a guest anymore. So she wouldn't have to get permission from every lecturer. Then in 1900, after her disability, dissertation on the solubility of metal salts which she dedicated to her dear father which is really cute um she was awarded a doctorate this never happened before she was the first woman to get a doctorate in chemistry in germany which is super cool and um when she was awarded her phd um she swore an oath quote never in speech or writing to teach anything that is contrary to my beliefs to pursue and to advance the dignity of science to the heights which it deserves, end quote. After this, she continued working as a lab assistant to her PhD supervisor. Um, and although lab assistant doesn't sound very prestigious, this was the highest rank obtainable for a woman at the time. She also gave lectures on physics and chemistry in the household at various women's organisations, she was also invited to discussions of the presentations of doctoral theses. Um, however, despite all her great achievements getting her doctorate, she obviously faced a lot of sexism and obviously was sidelined to household science, in inverted commas. Obviously, she felt increasingly I- isolated in this really male-dominated social circle. Then in 1901, she and Fritz Haber regained contact and um, and then later that year they got married and her isolation just kind of increased. 
So she originally planned to combine marriage and her career. She thought that she would just be able to pursue research like she did before. But Fritz had other ideas. Once married, any hint of admiration for his wife quickly turned to dismissal. He was quite clear in his disdain of all of her research and felt like she should just be the, inverted commas, good housewife. Instead of wanting uh, intellect to match his own, really all he wanted was a hostess who was capable of entertaining a stream of important guests that attended house parties and dinners as his um, career got better and better. Um, So despite the demands placed on her, um, looking after her husband, and also um, Clara had a difficult pregnancy and gave birth to a son called Herman, who was quite sickly, um, she still continued to work as much as she could um, and collaborated with Fritz on his research, including a textbook which Fritz dedicated to his, quote, beloved wife, Miss Clara Haber, PhD, with thanks for quiet collaboration, end quote. Clara also continued to give lectures to women, but she became really disheartened when she realised that everybody just thought she was parroting lectures written by her husband, Fritz. And um, this really infuriated Clara, obviously, because even though she had got a doctorate, they all assumed that any any worthwhile science must have been written by her husband. Uh, this final straw in their relationship, uh, this is Clara and Fritz, came when Fritz began working on his chemical weapons. Um, so as I said before, Clara was a pacifist, and so she was obviously horrified by her husband's eagerness and dedication to weaponising chlorine gas and working with the military to try and kill as many people as possible. After Fritz released the chlorine gas in Ypres, he returned home because there was a party on the 1st of May being thrown in his honour to celebrate all his his murderous um, gas and also the fact he was promoted to captain uh, because of killing loads of people, 5,000 men in like a few minutes. And... So Clara was so distressed by this, she'd previously begged Fritz to stop working on on chemical warfare, but he just refused. Um, And after the party, um, sort of in the late hours of the 1st of May, early hours of the 2nd, she took her husband's service revolver, walked out into the garden and shot herself, Um, which is really, really sad. And um, she died in the early hours of the 2nd of, of May 1915 in her son's arms. Um, and Fritz, in the, the morning after her death, Fritz left to travel to the Eastern Front. He just didn't care. Um, so yeah, their son Herman actually also committed suicide in 1945. So it's just a really tragic story. And although it is really sad, I felt like it's still important to actually talk about Clara because people don't most people don't even know that much about Fritz let alone his wife she was a woman but this woman was so dedicated and so determined and achieved so much I just think as a woman but also anyone who's who's got such great intelligence a lot like Virginia Woolf committing suicide because she wasn't able to 
fully, she wasn't, she was dismissed even though she was so smart. Obviously with Clara, will, a lot of it will have been to do with the fact that she was a pacifist married to a war criminal, but also the fact that she was constantly dismissed and even after she got a doctorate, nobody believed that she was truly capable. That, that's definitely going to impact her as well. And although it's a sad story, I think she's a really she's really an inspiration because there's always got to be the first and it's always the hardest to be the first to step up and say, no, I'm not going to put up with the, the sexism. I'm going to get my PhD, even though it's going to be five times as hard as it for me as it would be for any man. And I just think she's really inspiring. And so I hope that you enjoyed this little mini episode and uh, I'll see you guys soon.